Anyway, if you found uh, Luke, Luke 17, was it 17, I said? I, I, sometimes it's good to do word studies in the Bible, okay? Because of um, 17, 11, Luke 17, 11, it says here, And it came to pass, as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And as he entered into a certain village, where met him ten men, that were lepers, which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go, show yourself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. Now, you remember leprosy? This is something that people at that time believed that that was God's punishment. Did you understand? Meaning that it was your own fault. Now, the reason we believe that was because of when, remember when Miriam, not, not you, <laughs> and Aaron, they questioned about Moses, the leadership of Moses, because he married an African or a black woman. Okay? And God got angry at them because of that they question who he had appointed. So Miriam got leprosy. So from that time, people believed that leprosy was something God gave you. That's why the first person Jesus healed was a leper. Okay? <coughs> but here, now, it says... He said that Jesus come, and when he say in verse 13, and they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Do you know that if you want Jesus, you have to reach out to him. Did you know that there's the other example where he comes to the pool of Bethesda, where there's all the sick people who's laying around waiting for the water to be stirred and the one who comes in first will get healed. Have you ever thought about why did Jesus only heal one person there? There was only one person who got healed because he was the only one who reached out. The rest were waiting for something else to happen. You know, when, when he asked this man, he said, well, no, every time I, the water is stirring, when I'm trying, someone else comes into the water before me. You know, so like, say, it's not my fault. Okay? It's not my fault. It's not my fault. Yes, if, as long as you say it's not your fault, you will never be able to change it. You know, what you don't take responsibility for, you have no authority over. So, if it's, so when we say it's not my fault, then you don't have the power to change it. Okay, you know, like say many people in Denmark, they say, no, no, it's not my fault that I don't have enough. That's because the benefits are too low. No, as long as you don't take responsibility, you will never get out. Yeah. In the third world nations, you'll find very often that when we reach for they have problems, why we pops and we get some, because they expect some Western country to come and bail them out. Yeah. It's never going to happen. Do you understand? You know, Africa is the continent that has been given the most resources in history. You know, the, the, the money that has been poured in 
And still nothing has changed. Because unless we take responsibility of ourselves, we do not have authority. It's not, if, if you are not happy, it's not your neighbor's fault that you are not happy. I, I, no, as I said, we think that don't give the job to someone else to make you happy. Do you, do you understand? It's my responsibility to make me happy. And if you, know, if you don't know how to do it, you go home, look in the mirror, and you have something to smile about, or cry about, other way. But you understand? It's not, it's not someone else's. You know, but you, your unhappiness is not because of what happens around you. Your unhappiness is because of something that is going on inside of you. Okay? But, so, they, so they waste their voice, but now Jesus was not just Jesus for them. He is the master. Do you know that in the Western culture, we, we treat Jesus as a good teacher. But he's not a teacher. He's the son of God. Amen. And as I said before, is that, you know, there is, you know, if Jesus was not the only way, if Jesus was not the only way, God would be the cruelest person in the world yeah. by sacrificing him. No, Buddha, uh, people who follow Buddha, they're not going to heaven. If you follow Islam, you're not going to heaven. Hindu, you name it. No, there's only one way, and that's Jesus. Okay? Because if that was not the case, you could not say God was a good God. Because who else would sacrifice their son for if there was an alternative way? And, but Jesus is not just a teacher. Do you know that if you'll actually find it's very interesting, the Bible talks when God talks, He commands. Yes. Mm -hmm. he, he, he don't, the, the, you know, the Bible is not about, I think it's a good idea you do this. Right. As long as you're thinking that you, uh, this is a good idea, good idea, you're still the master of your own life. Yeah. Do, you, do you understand? As long as I'm still in charge of the final decision, he, I'm still my own Lord. Okay? So they, they call him Master. Amen. Or Lord, have mercy on us. Now, the, the next thing is, have mercy on us. It's not what we do, but what he does. Amen. Do you understand? Right? So, uh, and, when 14, and when he saw them, he said unto them, now, he didn't even pray for them. Do you know, you don't need to pray for the sick. You just have to release the healing power. Amen. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Now, go show yourself unto the priest. Now, he, when, when they have asked, now that you have, when they ask, you can say, that's prayer. You now, every prayer is answered by an instruction. Amen. When you act on that instruction, that's called faith. Do you understand? You know, when you are, you know, when, when God, the way God answers prayer, it's not like, God, I want a new house. He, he's not going to throw a house from heaven. 
Did you understand? So when you, when you come to heaven, when suddenly you see a house disappears up in heaven, oh, what happened? Oh, someone prayed for a house in, on earth. No. The way God answers your prayers is through an instruction. Did you understand? Like, as I said to you before, is that if you need healing, when God says, God, I, I need you to heal me, he might say, I need you to submit. I need you to forgive. I need you to let go of that thing, or whatever it may be, but the way he answered, and now that's what he said to these lepers here. He said, I want you to go to the temple. So the answer of the prayer, the, the request was, Jesus gave him an instruction. Did you understand? Like, if you want a financial breakthrough, you know, the Bible has a clear outline for that. Okay? Wait, 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 still, but if we, so, so the way we believe, we follow the instruction he has. So they say, he says, go to the temple. And, say, and, no, and when, he said, uh, when he saw them, he said unto them, go show yourself unto the priest. Go and show yourself unto the priest. So go, that's an action. Like, so if you put it in New Testament time, in our time, it's like we read and we do. 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 Okay? So they asked, have mercy on us. And Jesus saw them. He said, go show yourself unto the priest. Now, why did he say go to the priest? Because it was the priests that declared them for unclean. When they had leprosy. Okay? That means also that it's the priest who had to declare them for clean. That's the same thing I say. There is no preacher who has the power to say, stop using your medicine. Do you understand? Uh, a preacher do not have that authority. A preacher's authority lies in saying, by his stripes you have been healed, but if the doctors have put you on medicine, it's the doctors who have to take the medicine, not the preacher. And don't stop it. Because you have to prove that you've been healed. No, you carry on until the doctor has said. That's why Jesus said, go show yourself to the priest. No, not anymore, but there used to be some horrifying stories about, especially with children that uh, that, uh, that were diabetic, and when they've been prayed for, when they try to prove that they've been healed, when they stopped using the insulin, and they died. This is stupidity. And but uh, but you see it in you know like I, I don't like seeing when preachers they they take the crutches and throw them away and things like that because they don't have the authority to do that. Do do you understand? It, it's the doctors who do that. The preacher's authority lies in and say by his stripes you have been healed. Okay, so and it so it came to so so and and when he saw them he said them. Now, and, and, they didn't just cry out, they didn't just hear the instruction, they did it. They did it. And it came to pass that as they went, as they went, now, notice the sentence here, as they went. Now, I don't know where these lepers were, but lepers at the time 
has to be in isolation. And the priests usually were in the center. Now, from going from where the lepers were, they have to go to the priest, which meant they would come most likely come in contact with other people. Which meant they could actually be stoned. Do you know that's fate? We do the impossible. But it's, so, you know, they, they, they went, they, 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 they trusted his word more than the consequences of the natural consequences. Or if I forgive, then he'll just, I'll just be hurt again. Or if I, do, if I say I'm healed, I'll just look like a fool or whatever. No, they, 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 they trusted his word more Amen. when they trusted the consequences. So, but as they went, as they acted on what he said, now they got healed. Oh, sorry, cleansed. They were cleansed as they went they were cleansed. And one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God and fell down on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. You know what Samaritans are? Samaritans are those who, they, they, they worship God and then they worship something else too. They, they're mixing it. Like, you can follow Jesus, but then you follow out your own culture. Yeah. Have you noticed that we always use our culture when it's convenient for us? No, I can't do this because it's not in our culture to do this. No, I know of a situation where, you know, this is, in the culture is a strange thing where that if a woman dies, then, um, then the new wife are not cooking in the old wife's kitchen. Okay, which meant because it's not, it's not in our culture. So it turned out that the young girl had to co- do the cooking where the new wife was sitting inside in the living room. It's very convenient in our culture. Okay, now we don't do that in our culture. I think I need to introduce in our culture, we don't do the dishes. <laughs> Whatever, okay, but. So anyway, and it came, no, so fifth, and one of them, when he saw that he was healed, turned back and with a loud voice glorified God. No, so Samaritans, 16. So don't, so, so, we, Samaritans were, were mixing it. They, they want something of, of God, and then they still want something of their own. Okay? And, and I can tell you, you will never be happy if you do it like that. And Jesus, answering, said, Where were not ten cleansed, but where are the nine? Okay? Now, the nine came to Jesus for what they could get. Okay? The tenth came because he wanted him. Did you understand? Where are not found that return to give glory to God, save this stranger. And he said unto him, now this is what I saw, Arise, go your way, your faith has made you whole. 
Now, leprosy is an, uh, you know, eats your body parts. So you could have lost a finger, a hand, or whatever, if it's very widespread. Now notice, the nine, they got cleansed. Which means, if they lost a hand, they still were missing a hand. If they lost a finger, they still lost a finger. But the tenth, who came back and walked consistently, walked with Jesus, what did Jesus say to him? You are made whole. What, what does, what, what, you know, I was looking up that word, that word whole means you're recovered, Amen. restored. So let's say he, he lost two fingers because of a leprosy. When Jesus said, you've been made whole, the fingers grew out. Amen. You know, but Jesus is not interested in you and I being saved, so to speak. He's interested in you and I to be made whole. So like, and what does it mean? When you are made whole, that means the consequence of sin, that, that, what, what, what effect it had had on your life, Jesus can reverse that effect. But too many has become content with just being cleansed. Did you understand? They, 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 they just, but these nine, they were still handicapped. But what Jesus wants is for you to be made whole. How do we be, get be whole? It is that we consistently read and do. The, the ones who got healed, they only heard, did it once. Do you, do you understand? But he, he said, arise, go your way, your fate. What was the fate? What, 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 the, what is the fate? The fate is... I do what you ask me to do. I do what you ask me to do. That's, that's the fate. Your fate. I, why, why did he do that? Because he saw him as master. He said, your word is more important to me than my own word to me. Do you know that you know, one of the images that is used of the body of Christ is we are an army. Not army, army. Okay. <laughs> okay. But, but do you know, but when, you, when you join the army in England or UK, they, the first few weeks they go through what they call militarization. Okay. What that means really is that You've probably seen these movies where the uh, sergeant, sergeant, he's screaming and shouting at them and make them do all sorts of crazy things. And Do you know why he's doing it? It's not because he had a bad day and he needs to punish them. No, it's because of these recruits, these young privates, they need to have a voice in their life that is stronger than their own fear. Okay, can you imagine, I don't know, have you ever seen these black and white pictures from, uh, images from World War I where they are in the trenches and when there is this uh, officer, he blows the whistle and then you're just seeing all these men jumping up off the trenches and maybe just get slaughtered. I'm telling you, it does not come natural for any human being or if you're seeing Saving Private Ryan when they're landing on, on the beach. 
I'm telling you, that is not natural for any human being to want to get, once we see people's heads get shot off and things like that, you just want to run home to your mom. But why do they not do it? Because they have been trained to learn to obey a voice that is stronger than their own fear. Do you understand? Uh, that's what I, I, I used to face, I would call it battle discipline. Everything in you screams not to do that thing. But because there's a voice that is bigger than your fear, stronger than your fear, you still do it. Do you understand? And that's, that's what we all need. You know, so when, when you say it's impossible, now God say all things are possible. I can't do it. But where we have come, but where we, we, we start reasoning and made God into something that he's not. We think there is an alternative way to gain God's best. No, there is not an alternative way. There is only one way. And that's through his word. And that we have all been in situations where we don't want to. Because of fear. And you know, you know the, the devil is a very good painter. Have you noticed that? He's amazing to paint images in your mind. Okay? He, he, and, and, and that's where, when we, when we say, He is my Lord. It's not so that I'm a nobody, no, but that's my protection. Because if I do, if I obey His voice more than my fear. That's why, like, like, if you're a believer, make sure you marry a believer. Why? Because if you marry someone who doesn't believe in anything, you, you will never get to know that person. Because it's all depending on how we feel today. Okay, yesterday they had an ice cream, they were nice. Today someone stole their cookie. Now we're not nice. Okay, yesterday well, I had bad boy burger, so you can ask her of anything. Today it's closed. Don't ask her of anything. Did you understand? It's like, so, but, but when you know you, you can trust someone, because you know we live under an authority that is higher than themselves. Amen. Do, you, do you understand? That, 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 that makes you trustworthy because you're living under. And that's, so when we, he called him master, that's, that, that was the purpose. That was the purpose. Right? Now, he trusts a voice, but he's stronger than himself. When he said Jesus... When Jesus said to them, go to the priest, imagine the fears will come. If I touch someone according to the law, I can be stoned. If I, I they have to actually, it's a humiliation really to be, because of lepers, when they walk, they have to shout unclean. So that other people around them was warned because of, if they touched them, they became unclean too. So can you imagine, Jesus say, you go to the priest and then the humiliation they have to face. They would say, it's impossible. But because they made his voice stronger than their fears, they received their breakthrough. Do you, do you understand that? They, and that's the same thing with you and I in whatever area. Make his voice, whatever you feel like, whatever it just make his voice stronger. In my case, it was about finances. You know, my bank account used to say, scream to me 
you know, I, I, at one stage, I thought that bank statements was only was always color coded. You didn't, you know, in the olden days, you got these when it when it, when it went into minus, it got wet, and every time I spent, it increased. <coughs> okay, that's when you go below zero. And when I heard about this, and it was so, everything in me said, no, no, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do that. But I'm telling you, when you made the word of God say, you know, I don't care, I don't care, I don't care how I feel, you know, that's how you break through. Do you you understand? Do you know, as long as you uh, waver, the devil can still attack you. I remember, I learned that once that I... I had to pray for a woman who had problems and, uh, and I, I was supposed to do something else too. So I thought, I just want to get this over and done with so she could be delivered. And she would not, and she, couldn't get, she didn't get free. Mm. And I shouted and screamed and bound uh, the thing and lose something else. And you know, I did all the things that I know, but nothing happened until inside of me, Suddenly it clicked in me and said, you know, if I have to stay here all night, I'm going to stay here all night. That's the determination. And you know, within a second, that woman was free. Do you know that the same thing is that we only struggle when we are looking for alternatives to the word of God. When you settle in your heart and say, I don't care, I will follow the word. When the devil has lost his entrance. There is a funny story with Kenneth Hagin where he's driving home and uh, because he uh, from a meeting and, and his tires have lost the tread, you know, the tread mark. So, so, so he, while he was driving, he said one tire starts singing, you know, it makes a sound on the road. And, uh, and when he felt he was singing, what are you going to do now? <laughs> and when he said, oh, it ended up doing it, I bet all four tires were joining in. Uh, and he just heard that sound, you know, and when he said, what are you going to do now? What are you going to do now? Because it was so tempting to hold back. But he said, I'm going to be even more radical. Amen. Okay. He, he, what did he do? He decided to say, I'm going to put the word of God first. You understand? He, he, he said this, he made this phrase where he said, if I go down, I'm going down standing on the word. Amen. Do you understand that? That's the same thing, the healing. So what if you, but what if I don't get healed? But if I don't get healed, I get healed with the word of God. Uh, I, I will die with the word of God in my mouth. Amen. But what do we do with people who are, and, and I'm telling you, many, 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 in the Western world, they cannot receive healing because they, 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 every time it goes against what they want to do, they, they, they don't want to do the Bible. Yeah. Do you understand? You know, I have a couple where I think they, they have a 70th anniversary soon in their marriage. Okay, you know, and do you know what? How, why did they? Why, how did they stay married for so many years? Because they didn't withdraw every time it got difficult. Like they said, they, they, they grew up in a time where when something was broken, they fixed it. You know, for us today in our culture, when something is broken, we throw it out because it's not worth fixing. 
Oh, do, do you understand? But the same thing is that with, with you and me, we, we, no, don't be afraid of when it's difficult. Don't be afraid when the hair at the, at the back rises. John Osteen, with Joel Osteen's dad, he was scared of flying. And his wife shares about that he was so scared that he, he couldn't sleep the night before he was getting on that plane, but he knew he had to get on that plane. Okay? Can you, you know, that's what fear does to you. But he, on that flight, spent the whole flight confessing, proclaiming Psalm 91. Okay? But many of us, we withdraw in other ways. Okay? Many of we, we find justifications for why we shouldn't forgive. We find justification for why we shouldn't do this and do this. No, have a voice in your head that is stronger than your own fear. And then you get up. Then you will get on it. And, and that's why I never understood these soldiers who it must be, it must be, it must be. And I can't even imagine how it must feel like you're seeing all these people getting shot, and then you know next time you hear the the whistle, it's your turn. Okay, but what happens is that a soldier don't act on their own behalf. Yeah, but what is going to happen to me? And exactly what is going to happen to you? The, the, the key thing is you don't realize you're already dead. Yeah. I read about the Japanese soldiers that uh, that a Japanese soldier, according to their religion, this Bushido religion, is that they're already dead. When they go into battle, they go into battle as dead men. Mm. Do you understand? Where in the West, we're trying to go into battle to save our life. But they go into battle because they realize we're already dead. That's why they become so fierce. Because a dead man can't lose anything. Do you understand? You can't harm a dead person. You and I, we got crucified with Christ. Yeah. And we are hidden in Him. Amen. But what if I, if I say this, what would we think? I'm hidden in Him. Okay? So, he, so Jesus said to him, You have been made whole. And you know, this is the plan. You know, we all come from different backgrounds. We all have different life experiences. We all have... Uh, been hurt in different kinds of ways we all have scars and this is a part of life but the thing is that if you like this man this leper will come back live a life where read and do or hear and do and do you will not just be healed you know the word saved in Greek is the same word for healed do you know that saved and healed is the same word but you will not just be saved or healed you'll all you'll be made Whole. Which means that that person who hurt you 20 years ago and you may be because someone hurt you, you decide in your heart that no one is ever going to hurt me again in that way. Without you realizing it, that hurt have had a consequence in how you act towards other people. But if you give it to Jesus, he can make you whole. So the consequence of that hurt 
that someone did to you will not affect you today. But, it'll, but, it, but the only thing that it demands is I make his words more important than what I feel. My reasonings and everything. Do you, you understand? He's not interested in us just being made, uh, getting healed. He's interested in us also being made whole. Be made whole. Do you know that when, when, I, when you study preachers, you'll <coughs> find that many of them, if, they, if God doesn't heal them, uh, you know, uh, uh, that they're ending up where they started. You know, but I, I can think of someone now, you know, there's this famous female preacher and talking about, and her whole message is, is based upon you love yourself as you are. But yet she spends, has spent a fortune destroying her own face. Okay, why, why does it do? Because there's still a voice inside. There's still a voice inside her head that is stronger than the word. Did you understand? And that's where we all need to come to. There must be a voice stronger than my own. When someone says to you, Oh, you're beautiful. And you say, No, I'm not. Whose voice are you? God thinks you're beautiful. No, no, my nose is too big or my whatever. My hair is too white, or, or whatever it may be. Do you, do you understand? We, 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 we need that voice. We need that voice, all of us. Because that's the voice that will guarantee us that we will get in. Yes, that we will get into the fullness of our promise. I don't know about you, but I, sometimes in my life, I can still hear my mom's voice or my dad's voice in my head. Okay, but that voice needs to be replaced with the word of God. The problem is that many people today are not entering into the fullness because they still want to be the master of themselves. We still want to be in charge of everything. If I forgive, if I feel like it, I choose to be offended if I want to. You know, but the thing is that and when we still our own Lord. Do you understand? Do you know that I have given, when, when God has spoken to me to give to people, He actually asked me to give to people that I didn't like. Do you understand? Why? Because it's not my money. If, do you understand? Now there was a person that I really didn't like, and God asked me to give that person for something that is equivalent to 4,000 pounds. Did I do that with a big smile? No, I didn't. But I need to have a voice that is bigger than my own. Yeah. Did you understand? Because or else I have no guarantee for breakthrough. And then God blessed me tremendously afterwards. Yeah. Did you understand? You know, but if, if we, there can be many voices that can drown our voice. But let the word of God be the strongest voice because if you learn to follow that voice despite of what you feel, you guarantee. If the doctor tells you, oh, you are terminal ill. Now, which voice is stronger? The voice of God or the doctor's voice? Do you, do you understand? That's why it's so important that we learn now to, to listen to the voice. Yes. 
when Dodie Austin was diagnosed with liver cancer and she was given two weeks to live, that is 35 years ago, something like that, how did she survive? Because she had trained herself to have a voice in her life that was stronger than any voice from the outside. Yeah. Did you understand that? And that voice does not necessarily be a human voice. No, it can be your bank account. Do you know the bank account talks to you, the bills talks to you and things like that? It can be your body speaking to you, the mirror, the traffic sign or whatever it may be. You know, the only voice that counts is the Word of God. Amen. The Word of God. Then you, the old song is trust and obey. Trust and obey. There is no other way. Okay? And that is not to overpower you, that is to empower you. And when you live by a voice that is greater than your own, now, I, you, 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 I can guarantee you, God will increase you. Do you understand? Why? Because He knows you will listen to His voice. He, 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 you don't rely upon yourself, you rely on His voice. Do you, do you understand? Do you know that the Israelites, that you know, with, with, with King David, one of there is a story about King David. There is in one chapter about where he fights the Philistines twice in the same chapter. And what what made David King David such a great man was that in both instances he listened to the voice. Do you know it, it's very easy to you know? Oh, I beat the Philistines last time. Oh, now we're coming in, I'll just do it again. No, he listened to the voice. He had a voice that was bigger. Do you know, that's why Moses didn't come into the promised land. First time, he hit the rock. And water came. Next time there was a problem, a challenge again, what did Moses do? He forgot the voice. And hit it again. And because of that, he didn't get into the land. What, 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 what was it? Now Moses lived by his own voice. Okay, the terrible part of it is that, have you noticed, he, he, water still came. But it didn't carry on flowing. Okay, it didn't carry on flowing. And, and, that's, and that's what we have to learn. That's what we have to learn about the Bible. Is that the Bible is not an, a, a comfort blanket. It's a way of transforming me on the inside, and when I get transformed on the inside, now I get in there. I can get into the promised land. Yeah. We, we are, you know, we, again, that's why in the olden culture, uh, British called Western culture, that men always wore hats. It was basically to, so they were always aware of there was something higher than themselves. That's why the Jewish people wear this little thing on their head. No, so that they are in, so they live in awareness of there's something higher than me. Do you, do you understand? And, and, and when you live like that, and we will all be tested in these areas where do we trust our emotions, our culture, or whatever, or do we trust the Word of God? Okay? I'm telling you, when you get to heaven, you'll be amazed to see the people who stand closest to the throne of God you will never have heard of him. And when you hear about these people, what they have done. Do you understand? And when you hear about the situation, it would have been much easier to withdraw. 
You know, like we, we, can, we can marvel about what happens in South Korea, Christianity-wise. But when South Korea was a Buddhist country, <coughs> many of the Christian missionaries, were, they died as martyrs. And the only thing they had to do was just to say Jesus was not the way. You know, it, it, but they, they learned to live by a voice that was bigger than their own. Now, I'm not saying you need to be going to be a martyr, but we still need to learn to live by a voice that is bigger than our own. Yeah. Jesus was not just, it's not just an application, but not, when you're needing it, you're pressing it. He's going to be, and he must be, your everything. If you want to, because else, I can, I can promise you, if you don't give everything, you will be hurt. Do you understand? Because, you see, because if you don't give everything, you can't receive everything. Do you know? I, I, so, 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 so that's better. I think it's terrible that, you know, that, you know, I think one of the worst parts that I've seen as a pastor is that people die I mean, they, you know, like I usually say, this, this is the process we always go through, is that when people are terminal ill, we pray for them, believe in God, then after a while nothing happens, we start cooking for them, and when they die, obviously now they're home with Jesus. This, uh, and, and, and the reason for why many people don't get healed, because we are in a culture where we don't need to do. I just need to read. No, teach yourself now. When I read it, I'll do it. When I read it, I will do it. And then you'll be so big on the inside. You know, if you, when this book with Smith Wigglesworth, The Ever Increasing Faith, you know, one of the statements he makes of himself is that I'm bigger on the inside than on the outside, okay? And because of the way the human thing is, you read and you do, and then your inside grows. Amen.